This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Goldie's Closet, Russo's Brand Channel Attitude. This is episode 222. This is a fun one, something a little bit different. We've been bringing you lots of wrestlers, lots of awesome guests, but this one is awesome in his own right, unique and different. And that is is Russo's Brand, Goldie's Closet, me listening to you saying, you know what, I work all day, I work my ass off, and I'm tired when I get home, but there's just, I love my music, and I love my rock, and I love my metal. This guy is a doctor. He's a doctor of music. He teaches people about guitars, how to play them, what guitars to buy, how to fix them, how to keep them sounding great. He's so fascinating. Our bandmate, Serge Drobin, turned me on to Dr. Andre Flood and his amazing YouTube channel, his podcast that he's got, everything about guitars. And we just wanted to have him on to talk shop a little bit and, and inspire you inspire you if there's something that you want to do in your free time and it involves music, metal, rock, guitar, melting faces that we just give you, uh, I don't know, just a, a new idea, a new inspiration on how to do just that. So without further ado, our guest today, Dr. Andre Flood. So here's where we're bringing in everybody, Russo's brand, Goldie's Closet, episode 222. We've got a, a dazzling guest that I got to speak to a little bit backstage in the green room. We were just talking about New Jersey, where he hails from. It's New Jersey, New Jersey City, Andre? Technically New Jersey City. We call it Jersey City. Uh, it's, it's the best city in New Jersey by far. No comparison. So that's what all the, all the shows are about, at least. Yeah, well, well see... Jersey City is literally minutes away from New York City. So it's almost like we're another borough of Manhattan, except we're the cooler borough. Uh, so it's almost, it feels a little bit more like New York than it does New Jersey in some regards, culturally. Is that where you are from, though? I was, I was combing the internet, digging around on you, but is, where are you from exactly? Yeah, so I, I, grew, I was raised in Jersey City, but I was technically born in New York, and I have family in New York and Jersey, and I went to music school in New York. So it's like I've always been in between New York and New Jersey for my whole life. Wow, that's that's crazy. So you must have an incredibly supportive family if you are doing all of the things musically that you were doing. I had a shockingly supportive family. I can I can only think one time in my entire life that they even said, "Turn your amp down." It <laughs> happened one time in my entire life, which is insane, insane. Is guitar the first instrument that you started learning or do you do keys? Do you do everything? Because I know you have just a vast uh, knowledge on other types of earthly, worldly music. But what did you start out on? And then Serge, I'll let you jump in. Serge Drobin, ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. He's stopping in because he's got uh, a a great appreciation for for Dr. Flood. And so he's going to be helping drive today's too, everyone. Thank you. Which I very much appreciate. Um, I started, so I started on guitar. It's essentially the only instrument that I'm at least decent at. So I always, I always wanted to be a singer as well. I studied voice for probably a decade, but I still 
am miserable at singing. Stop. I studied piano for two years. I suck at that as well. Um, so yeah, I, I can only really claim guitar with confidence. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, you know, watching your videos, um, for me, you know, initially how I found you actually was, I mean, you know, just the YouTube algorithm popped up with some guitar review that you had. And, um, and when I watched your videos, it was like one of the, you know, hour long ones where you're like going over what is, what is it, like a hundred hours of playing that you usually do for, for every instrument that you test. And, um, at the time I was kind of going through something similar myself where I'd gone through like maybe five or six guitars in like six months where I was just buying, selling, buying, selling because I hated everything I was playing because I'm like you where I'm just like it has to be literally perfect for me to like it, you know, as like the, the main guitar if I'm going to use it like that. Um, so when I watched your videos, I was like thinking honestly there was something wrong with me before I saw you and I was like, okay, finally there's a guy that like totally understands where I'm coming from. And then, you know, I found out you're also a guitar teacher and then all the, you know, knowledge you have with all the crazy, like, I, I was watching something you were doing, like, melodic uh, minor scales, where you're, like, adding them over major scales, and you do your drone note and all that. Um, so you definitely have just kind of the whole nine for your channel. So I really appreciate your videos. Oh, no, I, I really appreciate that. You know, guitar players, so I, for those who don't know, I spent a long amount of, I, I spent way too long in school and universities um, so I have like undergrad degree, I have two master's degrees, I have a PhD, all in music. And over that time, I encountered any musician you can imagine from all types of cultures. But no one is as finicky and annoying as us guitar players when it comes to our gear. You know, yes. there's so many other musicians from around the world who you give them an instrument and it's decent and they're like, fine, this, this is fine. I can play a gig with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they buy one, they, they buy one pro instrument when they're like 17 or 18 and then they have it till the day they die. Guitarists, yep. <laughs> we are a different, annoying, rare breed. And um, oddly enough, I think my academic training really helped me be even more picky when it comes to gear because it's the same filter that I would have when I'm doing like research to be published, except it just happens to be a guitar that's fun to play and not as much time in the library. I love it. And I want to direct the very beginning of this podcast to all of the brand listeners that are out there. Look, I know a lot of you love rock. A lot of you love metal. There are a lot of you who are listening at your shitty job and I appreciate you tuning, tuning in and, you know, you come home, I know you all by, by name, by heart, and some of you are just absolutely exhausted and it's time to take care of the, the house and the property and the family and the kids and the, the wife and the partners and every, everything. And I know many of you just fantasize about getting out there, getting on stage or taking a trip down to the local music store and getting Getting a guitar, even if even if you're not going to be able to go out and be a bona fide rock star, you can definitely still be one in your living room and in your bedroom, amongst other things. And that's what that's why we wanted to have Dr. Flood on today was because he is an absolute expert and connoisseur on on guitars. That's what he's built his whole brand and his channel on, amongst many other things. He's got he's got a great uh, podcast, which we'll talk about in a little bit. 
He's got an incredible, at the bottom, if you look at the ticker, YouTube channel of where he does all of these reviews on guitars that he buys with his own funds, his own hot cash. He's not getting, you know, pushed or paid to to hustle this. This is coming from his heart. And I just know how how many of you are just, you, you love music and especially so many of you love guitar. That's what this podcast is about. It's celebrating guitars and guitarists and all of you who really want to start dipping your toes in the water and check this out, check out this guy's channel, check out this guy's podcast, check out Surge the Purge. He's got some really great content as well. But if you're looking for something healthy, uh, go go divert. Dive, what's the word I'm looking for? Dive, I never can say that word. Diversify. When you, no, when you dive into something. Delverge? What's the word, Del- Dr. Bud? <laughs> what is it? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm a music nope. doctor, not an English one. Diverge. <laughs> Whenever you dive into something, like do something positive, do something constructive. But you're going to want to know what piece of shit not to buy. Check out Dr. Flood. He's going to educate you on that. So I just wanted to set the tone so that we understand from our brand, family, followers, listeners, watchers, because it's heavily in the sports entertainment, um, other current events and whatnot. The reason that we're doing this special podcast is because so many of you are avid guitar guitarist metal rock fans and you've got an expert and an expert in training Serge, you're right there so any questions that you have or if you want to learn how to play guitar check out dr flood as well and Serge. so pick well, it back pick up after that i was gonna say may, may i add uh something you mentioned because you said this is a sports entertainment uh podcast i consider guitar playing a sport <laughs> absolutely a lot, a lot of people i feel like actually really hate that but as like you know yourself, because you know you've put in like I'm sure, I don't know if you've ever had like comments where people are like, well, I just can't get my fingers to move that fast, and it's like, yeah, because I literally sat there for like five thousand hours, you know, to do to make my fingers move that fast. And to me, I, I feel like there is sportsmanship in guitar playing to where Good it's point. Like almost competitive. I don't want to say it's competitive, but it kind of is a little bit. I feel Absolutely. like when you get into, especially what you're talking about with like. You know, the, the music you're playing makes you want to buy certain guitars that fit what you're trying to do, like that VGA sitting right behind you that I Absolutely. envy. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because I think that in some ways when guitar players think about, you know, shredding, and I feel like a lot of guitarists get to a certain point where they consider themselves educated, and then they think to themselves, oh, it's not just about playing fast. That doesn't really matter. But if you look at any music if you look at classical music if you look at indian classical music from 2000 years ago there is always this idea of pushing technique and mm-hmm. pushing it to as extreme as it can go i mean go go listen to mozart any mozart song it's very clearly an extreme form of piano playing yeah. and i think that guitar at least in the 21st century has just become that avenue in terms of the most mainstream form of a extreme technical instrument. Yeah. And then you get things like social media where you have to show how good you can be in four and a half seconds. And it just pushes the envelope even further. So I, I think, I think playing fast is awesome. Um, a lot of people don't know this about me yet. They will know very soon, but I am super obsessed with very aggressive music. So like deathcore, metalcore, metal core, screaming growling 
I listen to that more than anything else, and it's probably my favorite type of music. <laughs> I did not expect that. Yeah. I, I always know you as, like, the jazz guy. Yeah, you know, and it's... <laughs> I, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be the metal kid. I, I, I was never in one of the metal bands, um, but when I would play with the metal kids, they'd be like, oh, you have a nice you, you have a nice blues thing to you. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm not a blues guy. I'm just like you, I'm metal. And like, <laughs> now, now I'm, now I'm re, re-embracing it since I'm an adult and I can do whatever I want and without, without worrying about being something. So I'm trying to embrace both things now. Eventually that will show on the YouTube channel too. Yeah, that's What's interesting. Your- no, sorry, go ahead, Goldie. I was going to say, what's your best metal growl? Can you give us one? No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, come on. No, I, I'm, I'm waiting. So, I, I'm, I'm so bad. Like, Cup the mic I, and let's see what you got. I'm going to pressure you. I'm going to peer pressure you right now. That would make our audience pop and pop hard. Let's hear your best. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thumbnail right there. Uh, <laughs> I, so if... If one day the YouTube channel gets so successful where like I can start to go down other paths, I do want to do a very serious deep dive where I try to learn how to do like all of the brutal vocals, the pig squeals, <laughs> like the tunnels, you know, the highs. I really want to learn it all. And I'm, I'm so serious about this. I'm super obsessed with that area of vocal technique. We believe you. I don't know why, but we believe you. No. Well, that, you were going to say something before, and let well, me I was going to say, I, I, yeah, I definitely feel you on that because I, I grew up with all that music as well, and especially in high school, I, I, I don't even think I listened to anything with singing at a certain point, and you know, like when I was like fifteen, sixteen, it was like Suicide Silence, you know, all that remains, like <laughs> all those. Yeah, metalcore and deathcore bands, and uh, I feel like it's it's kind of the opposite for me now. Where like, I uh, I almost feel like I've gotten bored with like rock music, in in a sense of like just playing people's riffs and you know what I mean, like writing that style. And it's like I've gone back to you know because I it was like the same thing as you where I just grew up playing classical music, and it's like now I've gone back to appreciate that more because when I was a kid I didn't want anything to do with it because I was like oh this. This isn't Eddie Van Halen, you know, <laughs> shredding guitar or whatever. You Absolutely. Know. And, you know, I think that that's an important thing to highlight because, again, that's something that's also cross-cultural and we all go through it no matter what genre of music or instrument we play. No matter what we do, we eventually kind of go, okay, I've been doing this for five, six, seven, ten years. I kind of want to explore something else. The thing that I really want to highlight moving forward on my channel is that a, a good foundation in guitar technique and theory is going to help you play any genre you want. So right now, although no one knows it, I'm really getting together my right hand down picking technique and trying to get it brutally fast. And when I'm trying to write these riffs in secret, since I understand jazz theory, I can do anything I want with them. I can make them very aggressive sounding. I can make them a bit more happy and how you wouldn't necessarily expect a metal riff to be. And then when I go back and do jazz stuff, I can do all the jazz stuff. I can do all the blue stuff, but that's all just because you have a foundation and solid technique and theoretical understanding. And after that, you can go anywhere you want with the actual genre of music. Let's talk about your course. Let's talk about what you teach your theory. Like you just, that was a a perfect uh, segue into that when you were talking about 
you once you have the basics, you can play any 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 type of of genre. Uh, how somebody finds you? Do they have to have any guitar experience? Can they be an absolute beginner novice? Like, how does it work with you? What yeah. what do you teach from the heart? Like, let's talk a little bit about that and get people excited about it. Absolutely. So. Right now on andreflood.com, you can do andreflood.com slash courses if you want. Okay. I have a rhythm guitar suite, and this is the first course suite that I have offered. And I have a lead guitar suite coming afterward um, before okay. the end of 2023. And essentially, I start with a free course um, on rhythm guitar playing. Okay. And then after you take that free course, you can watch it online with YouTube. I have an ebook with examples all for free. Then wow. after that, at, yeah, at that point, you are qualified to play anything on my site, any of the courses. And my whole thing is that although I do like the idea of learning other people's songs and learning riffs, that is super fun. I want to empower people to have the ability to write their own stuff and to Ooh. improvise stuff from the heart whenever they feel like it. Because wow. at the end of the day, Writing music is just a long form version of improvisation, right? You mm -hmm. improvise until you have an idea and then it becomes a song. But no matter what you do, it starts with improvisation. So whether it's rhythm playing that I, that's currently available for sale, whether it's blues playing, lead playing, it all starts with improvisation when it comes to creating music. So that's kind of my focus. Rhythm guitar first with improvisation. And then eventually, once you have a decent foundation in rhythm guitar, we can move on to the least stuff as well. And I'll have stuff for that available um, soon as well. How long does it take you to complete your course for rhythm guitar? <sighs> so I had so I the free course is rhythm guitar level one. I then mm -hmm. have I then have levels two, three, and four. And they're structured in a way that you can take the course at your own pace. And so if you happen to be someone who is fairly advanced and you're brushing up on certain things and learning other things, maybe you can get through all three in a month. But if you're a beginner, it's enough material to last you a year easily. Oh, wow. Easily. Um, if not longer, because, you know, not everyone can sit down every day and play guitar for two hours. Sometimes people only have 30 minutes or 20 minutes if you're a mom, a dad, a job, all of that stuff. So you can get the whole suite for a very reasonable price, you can self pace it and go at your own and go at your own pace. And then the other thing that I'm super proud about is that everything you buy, any lesson you buy from me comes with unlimited email correspondence and question and answers and lifetime updates. So you wow. get stuck on level two and a half and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Send me an email. I will reply. We will figure it out together. And there's no limit whatsoever to that, you know? No, that's cool. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. I, I set it up that way because just like everyone else, I still buy courses all the time. Yeah. I'm always learning. And although I love a lot of the courses that I buy, sometimes it's from a guitarist that I love and it's 10 years old and it's great, but I have a question. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, what have you learned in the last 10 years? Can you show me how you've evolved this in the last 10 years? And you have no way of talking to the person. So... I didn't want anyone to feel that way when it comes to anything they learned from me. Well, truth be told, you know, since you mentioned that, because how long have you been playing guitar? Like probably 20 years or 19. Okay. It'll be, it'll be 20 this year. Yeah. I think, okay. So I think I'm, I'm close to that too. Like 18, maybe 17 or 18 years. And, uh, I still, I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't know if you've seen my videos, like 
I can play guitar. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, I still take guitar lessons. But I'm. But for me, it's like the same thing where it's like I'm trying to play like Ingve stuff now, and it's like I have questions, and I, they cannot be answered online. You know, even if you, I don't know if you know uh, Troy Grady. You know, his, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, right, right. So like, even even his stuff is it goes so far, but it's like I don't have dialogue with him. You know, so even for me, like. I, I used to go to school in Los Angeles, so I I still study with one of my professors from there just for the, the sole reason that I can get what you're talking about, the dialogue. I can call him during the week. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm trying to figure out all this stuff, and then he'll, you know, answer the questions. So I think that's valuable just to have that for people that don't have, you know, the resources that we have where it's like, oh, I went to – I know all these professors and – you know, famous guitar players or whatever that I can ask, like they don't have that. So they have you. It's, you know. I, I, there's no better way to put it than what you just said. Having the ability to ask, and this is, this is regardless if you want to be a pro wrestler or if you want to be a guitarist, it doesn't matter. If you can ask someone who started this 20 years ago and say, Hey, I'm doing this. What do you think about it? There is nothing more valuable in human history than that ability. You know, because you will, they they can shortcut you twenty years of trial and error with a two minute conversation. Hey, don't don't do that. Trust me, it's not going to be good. You're going to want to go in this direction instead. Check out these books, and that you can know, save you weeks of effort. It's funny that you say the pro wrestling angle. We got to do a shout out right now. I got to throw it in the promo because it's going to get some pops. And that's to our girl Mickey James, who's got a new master class that's out there. You talk about years and years and years, Mickey. Here's your shout out from Russo's brand and Goldilocks. I, I, I popped hard when I saw that you've got a master class because I couldn't think of anybody who we would learn more from than you, girl, with all of your history. And we know how you know how we met. First interview. I won't cl- I won't uh, throw it in that because it's a little too a uh, little too risque, a little too edgy for this pod. But girl, keep on going, and that's amazing. Andre, let's talk about your. Uh, your podcast. That's something that we haven't hit on yet. Like, what is it about? Is it an extension of all of your guitarology and your classes and your courses, or is it something a little bit different? Yeah. Okay. So I started the podcast about mm, four or five months after I started the YouTube channel. And the reason, oh, it's, it's called Guitar Craft and Other Stuff. And I wanted it to be a very literal title. It's literally about guitar stuff and other stuff. It's, there's, there's no way to be confused about what the podcast is about. Um, but I started it because I realized that I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So my YouTube videos take hours and hours and hours to, to create. But sometimes I have these ideas that I just want to get out there to people as quickly as possible. And I thought that having the podcast would be a good way for me to still be able to express myself, but I can do it much more quickly than I can by editing a video that's going to take forever to do. And so oh, on the okay. podcast, the podcast, I talk about everything. So I talk about learning guitar. I talk about the struggles of learning guitar. But then sometimes I also I also just have an idea that's not related to guitar technically, but that still brings me back to the guitar. So if I can give you one quick example. Please. Uh, I forget which podcast it was, but event, on one podcast, I was talking about Tom Cruise. And the reason I was talking about Tom Cruise is because over, if you look at Tom Cruise's early acting career, he had all types of movies. Sometimes he was the action guy. Sometimes he was the serious guy. Sometimes he was the romantic guy. But then somewhere in the mid-2000s, he realized that we just want to watch him run and do crazy action <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> and ever since then, he leaned into it so hard, and his career has completely exploded. He's one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Everyone knows that. And I am really trying to take and inspire people to take the Tom Cruise approach to life. If you are playing guitar and you are an amazing shredder, yeah, sure, you can become well-rounded. That, that's, that's cool. If you want to be well-rounded, that's amazing. But at the end of the day, it's better to be known for being an amazing shredder than someone thinking to themselves, wait, what is, I mean, he kind of does this, he kind of does that. What is he really good at? What is she really good at, you know? Um, yeah. So just, and and I think a lot of times um, guitarists look down on certain guitarists once they reach a certain level of being uh, typecast, so to speak. But I think that that's completely crazy. There's there's I, nothing wrong with having a style that you are known for that you're good at. And so that 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 was my Tom Cruise to guitar connection. I, yeah, I think that's a great point because I I always. I mean, I totally know what you're talking about. There's there's so many guitar players that, are, you know, just it's disgusting when they play. It's like it melts your face. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like like someone like Ingve, it's just like, okay. And then you see, I don't know, for me, it's like I hear so many people just talk bad about them. And I'm like, can you play that? You know? <laughs> exactly. I, I remember Ingve Yngwie did come to MI, my school at, at one point, and uh, all the jazz teachers are like trashing him and then it's like he played guitar you know <laughs> right <laughs> exactly. it's like yeah you're not playing like this guy <laughs> it's like you know another one is steve Vai. yeah i i true. see all the time people make fun of steve Vai. they go oh if you've heard one steve Vai song you've heard them all wait so you mean to tell me he has a style that's so identifiable that you know who it is the second he plays the guitar and we're trying to make fun of that or call that a bad thing. It just makes it makes no sense in my. Well, it's head. like uh, David Gilmore too. It's like he could play two notes and you know it's him. Why is yeah. that bad? That that's that positive. on one end we pretend that that's the pinnacle of guitar playing, and then we make fun of the people when they get to that pinnacle. You know? <laughs> so you know, if one day I'm known for anything, I, I mean, it doesn't really matter to me what it is per se, as long as it's positive and as long as something that I'm enjoying. I will be that I will be the YouTube guy who spends way too much time obsessing over where the screw is on one guitar from 1982. I'll be that guy. doesn't matter to me. I, I like that. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> but you cover a lot of technical stuff with guitars too, then like the mechanics of it, which is, we didn't even talk about that. Like you're going to show people on either your podcast or on your YouTube channel, you're going to show them technical things about guitars. Correct. Abs absolutely. So, I I go I go to everything from where the screw location is to why playing a guitar at at forty five degrees is better than playing it parallel to your body. You know, to how is the guitar going to survive if you have a humid basement that goes from hold on that goes from fifty three percent humidity to seventy five percent humidity. I go into the detail about why you should time all of your practice sessions. It's, 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 it's a, it's a nerdy thing. It's, Watch it's out. Not... He's got props, ladies and gents. He's got props. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of props, that, that VGA guitar behind you. I, well, I've, I've watched, yeah, the, the guitar craft podcast that you do too. And, and all the, and I know all the stuff you're referencing, but I was going to say that guitar specifically, the nut, right? The, the, the scale length and the uh, radius of the neck is flat. I, and I remember you going through all the nuts that came with the guitar, um, yeah, all that, all it, the the radius of the um, 
the the C it was a C neck on that one. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Wrist issues. Yeah, so so the, so the VGA guitars is just one example of if you are someone who is obsessive about little details, this is one of those guitars that you can talk about forever because every single inch of it has a weird quirk to it that was specifically designed with a guitar player in mind. You know, so in the case of the Sean Lane model, it has a flat fretboard radius, which is you can't find on any production guitar. It doesn't exist anywhere else from any other brand. You know, uh, it has it has a twenty five. It has less than twenty five inch scale length, so the strings are much slacker. They're easier to play. The neck doesn't move, so you could so you don't have to worry about adjusting it ever. I mean, we can go on all day, but these are the type of fun things that you can find <laughs> when you enter the the guitar nerddom that is my YouTube channel. We're going to have to invite Serge the Purge onto your podcast so that you guys can really nerd out on your tech talk. I think that would be an amazing. Uh, I'm just going to shame shamelessly plug that right now. I want to close since we're actually past our time. You've done such a beautiful job speaking, both of you. Just a little bit on your upbringing and your family. And you said they were so flippin' supportive. Uh, what makes you such a great teacher and a great guitar player? what happened in your childhood to kind of shape that let's just touch a little bit about that and give some props to your family before we let you go and make sure that we plug at the bottom ticker andreflood.com and that's f l u d d.com and also youtube.com slash and that's an at sign andre flood you want to check out both of those opportunities channel and check out his website but let's just dive in a little bit about your family and what it's what made you such a great uh, guitarist? What made you a doctor? What made you want to do all of that? And then I'll, we'll let you go and respect your time. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. So for me, I, I think of myself as a teacher more than a guitar player. I've, I've never had the, you know, a lot of guitar players have that dream of touring the world and, you know, having pyro come out on stage and all of that stuff. <laughs> My dream was always from day one, from the time I was, about 10 or 11 I really? wanted to be yeah I wanted to be a doctor of some type and I wanted to teach people and learn so that that's been my inspiration for everything in life and I can very much attribute that to my upbringing um my mother is Jamaican she's a immigrant she immigrated to the US in the 90s and along with the rest of her family and for them it was always about education education, education, education. They always stress that no matter what someone takes away from you in life, they can never take away your education. Wow. And on my father's side, my grandmother is a teacher. My aunt is a teacher. My father wasn't a teacher by trade, but he had that same kind of like analytical, you know, self-discovery kind of a mindset. So on one hand of the family, I have people who literally obsess over the idea of education on the other side, I have a history of teachers. And so it kind of, when you think of it that way, it makes sense that I would be this kind of in, person who's interested in learning and teaching. Um, but it is 100% due to the way I was brought up in that regard. Wow. Give us some words of wisdom and some advice for anyone who's listening who really would like to go get a guitar, pick one up, learn something. Absolutely. If you want to learn how to, if you want to learn how to play guitar, it's very, very simple. Think about the music you care about, find the guitar. If you can afford it, 
find someone who can help you with that journey and then just go. Don't, don't question whether or not you should be learning a particular style of music. Don't worry about if it's mainstream or if it's commercial. Don't worry about if it can make you money. If you enjoy the music, get a guitar and just go for it. It's that simple. I like Serge- it. I, I, I was going to say, I have one last question before we let you go. I, I Maybe you already have a video on this, but I was going to ask you, uh, what is your favorite guitar that you own? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> is, it that v, is that vga i, 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 I always see you playing it um serge i'm gonna have you on my podcast so we can really go into deep into a deep dive on this i'm sure i would love this i would love to see that podcast uh, but um i can't pick, i i can only pick a favorite guitar for a particular context if i could right. only have one guitar if i could only have one guitar for the rest of my life, it would be a Parker Nightfly that I've modeled. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense, of course. Yeah. But I, even then, I can't call it my favorite. It's just you my might favorite as, if I had. You might as well be saying, I have all these women in my studio, and if I can only have one woman, <laughs> I can I like. only have one woman. She's Honestly, this color and this that's, size, and that's she's my got guitar this many life. Screws. Yeah. <laughs> that would be easier. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, you're kind of right, actually. <laughs> Because, you know, the guitar, you don't have to worry about any guitar, you know, not agreeing with you, you know, so you can really don't have to oh, worry. Boy. You can have a harem of guitars and no it's going gone down. No. It's gone down. No. I, I feel that 100 <laughs> percent. As my ex-boyfriend would say, you're done. <laughs> He'd say, that's my cue. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an incredible podcast. We hope that you've learned something and been inspired Russo's brand, Channel Attitude. This is Goldie's Closet episode number 222 with our awesome guest, Dr. Andre Flood. Check out the ticker at the bottom. Check him out. He's he's just, according to Serge, who turned me on to this guy, he is the shit. The shiznit, (laughs) not the shits, not the drizzling shits, but the shiznit. So check him out, and we thank him so much for his time. We appreciate you. And at the end, we always clap. Let me see your paws, everybody. Yay. Just like the Muppet Show. Appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. What's up, everyone? It's Goldie Impact Wrestling, TLC's Cheap Skates, Ted Nugent's Running Wild from him somewhere in the woods. And maybe you've seen our band, Goldilocks Band. We're out there, we're on tour. But now we're connecting on Cameo. So I want to tell you that I'm here to be your humble servant. And that's whatever you need said for you, for a friend, a shout out, a golden shout out. You name it here and on it. Now, just reminding you, keep it classy, keep it cool, and keep it above the belt. But I want to offer you something a little bit uh, a little bit different. Just remember, if I'm not on the road and I've got access to these next beauties, we can always have... We want to make this the most amazing experience for you ever because you deserve it. Your friends deserve it. Your loved ones deserve it. And just remember, I can sing you a few lines of a song. It can be from from anywhere. Like, uh, it can be from somewhere over the rainbow. Or it could be near, far, wherever you it could even be on a highway to hell.
if you need a beef in there. Oh, and keep in mind, not all requests are the same. Maybe your motivation comes with a harder edge. Maybe you need a more jagged little pill. There's nothing that I love more than playing the heel. So if you need your message delivered with more, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intention? Please specify. Can't wait to connect with you on Cameo. Thanks so much for being here. Stay golden.